What's going on, gamers? It's your boy Diggs Gaming. Welcome back to Off Hunting's Gaming News. Now, today we are going to go over the PlayStation Showcase, but first, I do have another thing involving PlayStation in that PlayStation has bought Fire Sprite Games. Now, this is pretty interesting for two reasons. The first one, for those of you that don't know, Fire Sprite was made up of former Studio Liverpool employees. And for those of you that don't know, Studio Liverpool had a really good relationship with PlayStation before. They were the ones that created the original Wipeout games. They were responsible for other PlayStation titles. Studio Liverpool, they closed in 2012, and then Fire Sprite opened up soon after that. Now PlayStation has bought Fire Sprite. Everything comes full circle. It really does. And for PlayStation, they have high hopes for Fire Sprite. They said that. And I cannot wait to see what this studio does in the future under the PlayStation Studios family. PlayStation, this is the third confirmed studio that they have bought in the past few months. Of course, we remember they bought Housemark, who made Returnal, that did a fantastic job with Returnal. And they bought Nexus, who we're all thinking they're going to be responsible for the PC ports of PlayStation titles. That has not been confirmed, but that's what we're all thinking because that's what Nexus is known for. And this is really a fun time if you're a PlayStation fan because of this and because of some other things that I'll talk later on in this video. But back to Fire Sprite and PlayStation Studios, they really have a thought process, PlayStation does, when they buy these studios. And we all know they are trying to compete right now because Xbox, they bought a whole bunch of studios trying to get exclusive games, trying to sell the Xbox Series X and PlayStation. They are meeting them studio for studio. And we're still waiting on Bluepoint. We still do not have it confirmed that PlayStation has bought Bluepoint. However, remember, PlayStation Japan accidentally tweeted out welcoming Bluepoint to the PlayStation family when it was supposed to be Housemark. So we think that that's going to come sometime soon, but it still has not been announced yet. We'll see when PlayStation announces it. But as for right now, Bluepoint still not a part of the PlayStation Studios family. The future is bright for Sony and PlayStation. It really is, and the future is bright just for this generation in whole. But, I mean, PlayStation, they are really doing a good job right now buying studios that they are comfortable with, that they have a working relationship with, and that they know are good for the PlayStation name. All right, moving on to the PlayStation Showcase. This was a really good showcase. PlayStation did a wonderful job with this. It was 40 minutes, and it was just nonstop, game after game after game. As far as it as a whole, I give it a B plus. And the only reason I give it a B plus is because there were some games I thought they didn't really have to be there. There were some games I just thought, mm, I'm not sure why they're there. And they saved all their PlayStation Studio stuff till the very end. So it was a little confusing as to why they waited that long to start showing out the PlayStation Studio, but I mean, it, it, the, the, that's a nitpick because what they showed off was really, really good. And I have a list from the first thing they showed off to the last thing they showed off, and then I'm going to give you some more thoughts on it. Hey guys, so I completely forgot that the first thing that was showing off was the Knights of the Old Republic remake, and I cannot believe I did that. I completely apologize. Anyway, for the Knights of the Old Republic remake, Oh my god, that is going to be so much fun. Remember, this is the game that essentially put Bioware on the map because this game came out before Mass Effect, before Dragon Age, and the fact that it's getting remade, well, it's not getting remade by Bioware, 
it's still going to be a very, very, very fun game to watch. And for those of you that were a fan of the original game, definitely keep an eye on this. I never played the original game, so I might be picking this one up when it comes out. Cannot wait to see what they do with this game. And this was one of the biggest surprises from this PlayStation 5 event. Tiny Tina's Wonderland. And this was something that we saw at E3. We saw it at Gearbox E3. And I think we saw it... I think it was revealed at Xbox's E3 event. I think. I'm not sure. I forgot to look that up. But I think that's where we saw it. But we got another look at it. And we have a release date of March 25th. Now, for those of you that don't know, Tiny Tina's Wonderland. This is a spinoff from the Borderlands series based off the character Tiny Tina. It was based off that uh, DLC from Borderlands 2. This is coming to everything except the Switch. It's not coming to the Switch, but it's coming to everything else. Of course, Gearbox is making this game. And this game really does look interesting, especially if you're a Borderlands fan. This is definitely a game where if you're a Borderlands fan, definitely check it out. It looks rather chaotic. And I mean that in the best way possible. Tiny Tina, wonderful character. And this is one definitely to keep an eye on. Now, the second game shown off has the code name Project Eve. And Project Eve, this is being done by Shipped Up, which is a relatively new studio. Uh, they're the studio behind the mobile game uh, Destiny Child. This is coming to everything as well. Project Eve, this looks like a really, really interesting game. I was watching Canadian Guy A's uh, live stream on the PlayStation Showcase because I just like watching the guy. And he mentioned how it looked like Final Fantasy merged with bayonetta and that's really good i i really like that i really do i think this game is going to be very interesting to watch as we see more about it and project eve that's not the official name that's just whenever it's early in development they go projects and whatever they want to have the project name to be so it's not going to be project eve at the very end it's like project uh athea was later turned to forespoken and speaking of Forspoken, that was the next game that was showing off. And we got to see more of the story and more gameplay of Forspoken. And I got to tell you, I did not see this coming. This is basically the main character is from our Earth that gets transported into, I guess, a fantasy world. And I love stories like that. I really do. I love the fish out of water premise i don't know i just really like that of course this is square enix and square enix has such a great track record it's coming to the playstation 5 exclusively and we got a release window not a release date a release window of spring of 2020 so the latest this will come out is in may hopefully hopefully it does not get delayed but as of right now the latest it will come is in may and i really do like that i like this I, I'm just getting more and more hyped for this game. And one thing I really do like is the powers that you get in this game come from this talking bracelet. And it, it, it really does look like a game that is definitely going to be on the awards watch list. It, it really does. I really am excited for this game. The more I see it, the more hyped I'm getting for it. And again, Square Enix, great track record. Cannot wait for this game to come out. After Forspoken, we got another look at Rainbow Six Extraction. Of course, this is Ubisoft. And we got a release month of January of 2022. So not too much longer for that. And that's coming to everything except the Switch. Again, Rainbow Six Extraction. This was originally called Rainbow Six Quarantine. And uh, that kind of had the worst name possible during the time period that we were in. So they had to change it to Extraction, which 
I like the name. I like that better than quarantine, not just because of the time that we're in, but also because I just think that's a better name. And if you're a Rainbow Six fan, definitely keep an eye on this. If you're not a Rainbow Six fan, I don't know if you're really going to like this game. It, it, it's a multiplayer type game. It, not really not really my type of game. I'm not a Rainbow Six guy. But if you are, definitely keep an eye on this. January 2022. Now, the next one that was announced would have been a surprise if it did not get leaked. And that's the Alan Wake remaster. We got this leaked a few days before the event. And that was a real shame because that would have been a big surprise to everyone. But Alan Wake is getting remastered. For those of you that don't know, Alan Wake came out during the Xbox 360, PlayStation 3 days. It was an Xbox 360 exclusive, and it was a fantastic game. I did not play because I did not have an Xbox 360. Sir Meliodas played it. And this is something that a lot of people have been waiting to see if they're going to do anything else with Alan Wake. And when Control got DLC... That involved Alan Wake. Everybody thought, okay, there's going to be a new game coming down. Well, we're getting a remaster. And this is a remaster, not a remake. There's a difference. There's a big difference between a remake and a remaster. This is a remaster. It's coming out October 5th. So in less than a month. And this is coming to everything except the Switch. So Alan Wake is coming to PlayStation for the first time. If you like Control, if you like the original Alan Wake, I would definitely suggest getting this game. Next bit of news was that the next-gen version of Grand Theft Auto V was delayed until March of 2022. That was supposed to be out this year, but it got delayed. Grand Theft Auto V, what more can you say about that? That was a PS3, Xbox 360 game, and it has lasted until the PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X. That's unbelievable. That's just unbelievable, just the fact that this game is still profitable so many years after its release that it's just amazing but again the ps5 xbox series x version that's been delayed till march 2022 was supposed to be out this year little disappointing we got another look at ghostwire tokyo now ghostwire tokyo that was supposed to be out this year but it got delayed till 2022 we don't have a specific release date just yet on ghostwire tokyo but this is going to be a playstation 5 exclusive at launch and then after a year it's going to go over to the Xbox Series X and everything else. And Ghostwire Tokyo, remember, this is being uh, published by Bethesda, and Bethesda is now owned by Xbox. So technically, this is an Xbox game coming to PlayStation exclusively at launch. That's kind of weird and a little confusing. But yeah, Ghostwire Tokyo got another look at that. Really looks like an interesting game. And we'll see what happens when it gets released, and we'll see when it's going to come out. Again, we did not get a release date on that, Ghostwire Tokyo. Another look at that. Looks like a game definitely worth watching. I'll definitely be watching that. Don't know if I'll get it, but definitely a game worth watching. Guardians of the Galaxy was up next. This is another Square Enix title. This is being dubbed by Eidos Montreal. Again, this is another one that's coming to everything, and it's being released October 26th. So about a month and a half to go. And with Guardians of the Galaxy, I just don't know how to feel of what I feel about this game. I, I just really don't because it's because Square Enix has already not done well with another Marvel game, the Avengers. And I'm just not as convinced with the fact that you can only play a Star-Lord. Uh, I'm just not sure about this. I don't know whether you should be excited, whether you should be concerned, whether you should be both, probably both. I'm just not sure what I feel about this game. This is just one I'm going to have to see. I'm just going to have to see how it does. And I wouldn't be surprised if it does well. I wouldn't be surprised if it doesn't do well at all. It's just one that could go either way for me. I'm just not sure how I feel about this one.
Vampire the Masquerade Blood Hunt. That's coming to PlayStation 5 later this year. Now, for those of you who don't know, Vampire the Masquerade Blood Hunt, that's pretty much a Battle Royale type game. It's already out in early access, but now it's going to be coming later this year to consoles. And uh, one more can I say? It's a vampire game. That's also a Battle Royale. If you're into those games, go for it. This one was the most questionable thing Sony did at this event, and that was showing Deathloop one more time. We had seen so much of Deathloop. It was pretty much a running gag at this point. And seeing Deathloop again, and this is right before it launches because it launches September 14th. That's in a few days. I just don't understand why they would show that off one more time. We had already seen enough of Deathloop. We already know what's going to happen there. And it got to the point where you don't have to show it off again, whether it does well or not. You're already done enough to promote it. At this point, it's just, it just was unnecessary. I just did not like that. Uh, another one that was a little weird, uh, Can Amnesia. This was uh, pretty much a teaser for an interactive experience for Radiohead's upcoming new album. They're teaming up with Epic Games. If you're a fan of Radiohead, then go ahead and check that out. But if not, this really would not this really was not for anyone besides Radiohead fans, pretty much. One of the more unique games that was shown off was, I'm hoping I'm pronouncing this right, uh, Taicha? I, I, I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. I don't think I am, but this is a game where it's coming out in 2022, and you're pretty much on an island playing as a girl that can transform into different animals. And, or I'm sorry, not transform, but, well, yeah, transform into different animals. And that's really interesting. And that really is an interesting game. It's an open world type game. And how they do this is really going to be interesting, well, to me. And it's inspired by an island called uh, New uh, Canaldona? Canaldona, I think. Or Caldona? I don't know. Sorry, I'm, I'm not good with uh, pronunciations. I'm really not. I'm sorry, guys. But yeah, this game really does look interesting open world game where you can pretty much transform in different animals. Yeah, I'm all for it. That was the last one to show up, and then they got into the PlayStation Studio stuff. The first thing was Uncharted 4 and Lost Legacy are getting PS5 and PC remasters. Uh, no release date at this time. All we know is that it's going to be coming out in 2022. And I really do like that. I really do. Uncharted 4, Lost Legacy, they were PS4 titles. Now they're getting remastered for the PS5 for PC. Yeah. That is really interesting, and it's going to be really cool to see what changes they make for these remasters to get them up to next-gen level. First Insomniac game to be shown off was a Wolverine game. No release date. However, it's in early development, so it's going to be a while before we see this, but Insomniac's making a Wolverine game. Come on. I mean, it, this is just unbelievable. And then combined with the other announcement from Insomniac, which I will get to later, I mean, Insomniac is basically carrying not only PlayStation, but the entire console generation so far. They really are. I mean, you got the Wolverine game right now. They released Spider-Man Miles Morales, which, by the way, the developers of Spider-Man Miles Morales are making the Wolverine game. So Miles Morales came out as a launch title, and then Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart came out in june that is crazy i mean that's just crazy the fact that insomniac is just making these games left and right i don't know what insomniac i don't know what kind of energy drink they're drinking but i want whatever they're doing i mean it, it's just unbelievable how 
good they not only how good these games have been, but how consistent they have been in getting these games out. I mean, Insomniac is just unbelievable right now as a video game developer. I mean, they are my favorite video game developers, and they are really having their moment right now with everything that they've done so far. After the Wolverine game was announced, Gran Turismo 7 got an update. Now, we have a release date of March 4th. However, that was not announced during the event. That was announced at the after show. That's a little weird. Now, I don't know if that was an oversight on PlayStation's part or if that was intentional, but that is a little weird to not have the release date announced during the event. It, it, it was a little weird, but we do have a release date of March 4th. That's less than six months away. The second Insomniac reveal was Spider-Man 2 that's coming out in 2023. Oh my god. And what they showed off was we are getting Venom in this game. We are getting Venom. Oh, 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 oh. Now what's really going to be interesting is you're probably going to be playing as both Peter and Miles in this game. And I don't know how they're going to deal with that. I don't know how Insomniac is going to handle that. But knowing Insomniac is going to be something really amazing and really creative. And this was the team that worked on the first spider-man game so the team that worked on the first spider-man games working on spider-man 2 which makes all the sense in the world but it, this is going to be so much fun to see we get venom in uh, spider-man 2 that is going to be so much fun i cannot wait to see what insomniac does with this how they expand upon spider-man even more i mean there's nothing more i can say about this other than this is going to be a really really good game to just follow to see what insomniac does and then with wolverine i mean and insomniac may have something else up their sleeve we don't know what is the ratchet and clank team working on and don't forget they renewed their patent for sunset overdrive so could they be working on a sunset overdrive remaster and just say hey we're gonna make this we're gonna have it out in 2022 that way you have something to tie you over from us before Spider-Man 2 and Wolverine. I mean, I would not be surprised if Insomniac does that. Insomniac, they are just hitting it out of the park this generation. They really are. It's just unbelievable. It really is. And the last thing that was shown off was God of War Ragnarok. We got our first look at that. Now, that was announced as a teaser, but now we actually got gameplay and a look at what Kratos, his son, and other characters are going to look like. No release date just yet, and apparently it's the end of the Norse saga for the God of War series. That's pretty interesting because I thought they were trying to get at least three games out of this. No, they're stopping it after two, which, I mean, that's fine. They make a great game. It doesn't matter. Also, Corey Barlog, who worked on the first God of War, is not working on this game. It's going to be Eric Williams, who's a veteran from the God of War series, so it's in good hands. But apparently Corey's working on another game, so we'll wait to see you what he's working on right now but back to god of war i mean this game just looks like the first god of war in this saga taken to the next level and that's exactly what you want from a sequel pretty much we got a little bit of the story which is it's kratos and his son trying to stop ragnarok and it's gonna be interesting how this all plays out and how thor plays into this and we did get our first look at thor and it's not the Marvel Comics version of Thor. It's like the original depiction of Thor where he's a little, I want to say, chunkier, a little more, don't know what you would say, but he, I mean, he looks very different from what we know of Thor nowadays. 
And yeah, God of War Ragnarok just looks like it's going to be another out of the park for Santa Monica Studio. Again, no release date. We know it's coming out in 2022. And I know KB was happy when we got our first look at this. I, I have not gotten her opinion. I probably should have asked her what she felt of that, if she saw it. However, I'm sure she's going to talk about this later down the line. You, you know she will. For those of you that know KB, I mean, she loved the God of War game, really did. And that was the entire showcase. And again, it was a very good showcase. Few questionable decisions. However, all in all, great showcase. Now, there was some confusion from the Crash Bandicoot fans because it was Crash's 25th anniversary. And they got packages. And whenever Activision sends out packages, that means there is a game that's going to be announced with it. And that did not happen. So a little confusion from there. But other than that, and some questionable decisions, great showcase. All right, guys. That was the Off Hunting Gaming News for this week. And we will see you guys next time.